0: Sometimes the perfect trail riding companion isn't a sure-footed horse. Sometimes, as we learned in this episode of Barn Stories, it's a dog nobody likes.
1: Welcome to the Barn Stories podcast. I'm Lori Prinz, editor of Equus
0: Magazine. And I'm managing editor Christine Barricat.
1: This podcast features our favorite essays and articles published in Equus over the past 40 years. Although Equus is known for articles on horse care and veterinary research,
0: A deep emotional connection to horses is something we all share. On its surface, the story featured in this episode doesn't seem like the typical Equus Fair. It's not about a horse, really. It's about a dog. I remember reading this story when it first came into our offices back
1: in 2008. Normally, we require that True Tales focus on horses, but this story about a dog named Drew was just too good to pass up. It's about redemption, companionship, and the satisfaction that comes when you find your place in the world.
0: Readers seem to share that reaction. We receive scores of letters from people telling us about their own beloved dogs. Horse people, it turns out, are also dog people. And there are a lot of us whose riding activities are enhanced by the presence of a loyal barn dog.
1: So give your favorite pup a head scratch from us and listen to Where He Belongs, written by Julia Dake and read by Taylor Autumn.
2: I didn't like drew when he was young no one did a black and brown dog of mysterious breeding he was the neighborhood troublemaker often punctuating his antics with a jaunty wave of his curled up tail and a mischievous doggy smile drew was constantly taking walkabouts venturing far from his own three acre yard and it wasn't just harmless exploring he went around through garbage, chased chickens, and sprang through hedges to surprise unsuspecting joggers. He stole toys from my yard and ran after me while I exercised my horse. And heaven help you if you left your door ajar, Drew thought nothing of walking into any house, trotting down the hallway, and having a drink out of the toilet. But he had a particular fondness for getting into trucks, a fact that once got him stuffed into a cage at the county dog pound after a disgruntled neighbor opened the door to his pickup and Drew jumped right in. His owners, who didn't seem to like their own dog very much, rescued him from the shelter, and soon he was back to his old tricks, irritating every neighbor within miles. But it was Drew's wanderlust that eventually brought the two of us together. It was a beautiful California morning, and as usual, when I have spare time on such a day, I was getting ready to take my horse out on the trails. I finished hooking up my trailer to my pickup, loaded my horse in, and checked to make sure I had packed everything I would need for my outing. Finally, I was ready to go, but when I circled around to the driver's side of the truck, I found the neighborhood nemesis waiting patiently in the passenger seat. He cocked his head. Well, I heard the question clearly in my mind. I suppose you want to go, I grumbled. Drew wagged his tail and stared out the windshield. I'll take that as a yes. To this day, I don't know why I let him stay. Why I didn't just drag him out of the truck and go on my way. Perhaps it was a small sadness in his eyes. He knew he wasn't liked. That's hard for a man's best friend. So I climbed in and started for the trailhead, the uninvited hitchhiker seated beside me. The road was long and dusty, and Drew didn't appear to be enjoying the ride. For a while, I wondered if my moment of generosity was going to be rewarded with redecorated upholstery, but we reached our destination without incident, and the dog jumped out. After running around and eating a little grass, he was ready to go, and he let me know that he would please, please, please like me to hurry. Usually, I don't rush grooming and saddling my horse, but the dog was charging around so full of exuberance, I found I couldn't go slowly. When the time finally came, Drew raced to lead us down the trail. The joy pouring out of him was uncontainable. He ran out, then back, then out again. For every mile I covered, Drew ran too. He drank from every puddle. He crossed every stream two or three times. Every small carcass was chewed and tossed in the air. And a fresh cow pie, he found Nirvana. It was a banner day for him, and Drew let me know. His eyes gleamed and his tongue lulled out the side of his mouth. He barked and ran in circles around me and my horse. My gelding was unimpressed. He knew the dog well, having spent not always amicable time with him in the pasture, and he paid no mind to the creature running around his legs. Out and back, Drew ran again. Then the dog went up over a hill. A few minutes later, he reappeared on the crest, Suddenly, chest on the ground, tail in the air, he barked, "'Come on, over here! There's so much more to see!' I clucked my horse into a gallop. Drew spun around and raced ahead. The dog, who wouldn't stay in his own yard, was clearly having the time of his life leading this adventure. It's a big world, and all Drew ever really wanted was to see it. And drink in it. And roll in it. Especially to roll in it. That evening, as we headed for home... I sensed the dog brown eyes focused on me and the darkening cab of my truck. Then I felt the pressure of toenails on my forearm. I swear, when I turned around and looked into those eyes, I could see gratitude. Drew began to make himself my dog that day. When I arrived at home, he hung around with me at the barn for a while, and then drifted home. He was hungry, and that was where food could be found. After that, we went out on the trails together several more times. Drew would hear my truck and just show up. After each ride, he stayed with me longer and longer. Eventually, the owner said, Here's his bed, here's his toy. He seems to like you better than me. I think you should just go ahead and keep him. And that's what I did. Since then, Drew and I have traveled many miles together, both in the truck and out on the trails. He is, as are all companions of his ilk, generous and nonjudgmental, a perfect complement to a perfect team, woman, dog, horse. Age is starting to catch up with Drew these days, but he continues to lead all of our adventures, and still, after all this time, I see nothing but happiness in his eyes at the beginning of every trail, and gratitude at the end. I only hope he can see the same in mine.
0: Have you read Equus Magazine? Written by people who care about horses for people who care for horses, Equus reports on the latest veterinary research and tells you what it means for your horse's health. Each issue is packed with articles on horse care, physiology, and behavior, with plenty of hands-on instruction and helpful advice from the world's foremost authorities. Discover for yourself what thousands of horse people have known for decades. Equus will help you make the most of horse ownership. To subscribe, call 800-829-5910 or go to equismagazine.com. Thanks for listening to Barn Stories. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a favorite article or essay from the Equus Archives that you'd like us to feature in a future podcast, let us know. You can reach us at equusbarnstories, all one word, at gmail.com. The Barn Stories Podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network an entity of the equine network.